Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Welcome to another episode of Uncut. This your boy from Ease Computer Solution, the tech preacher in the building, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome to another episode. On today's episode, right, we're gonna talk a little bit about, you know, what Samsung is possibly doing. Also, I'm gonna touch bases on what I talked about last week about upgrading. And because I'm, the reason why is because I got a couple of people that hit me in the comments that asked the, the, the question, when should you upgrade? So we're gonna talk about that here. Welcome to Uncut, baby. Yes, what I'm talking about. So let's get into it. I want to. I really appreciate everybody that listen to these podcasts, baby. Look, the the overwhelming positivity from you guys has been great. Y'all guys been telling me that you know the video version on Fridays is exactly what they like. Uh, people have been hitting me up and telling me that the audio version on their favorite podcast station is great. Uh, some people say that they're listening to these podcasts, these uncut podcasts or in, in their vehicles on their way to work. People's telling me that uh, I'm dropping these podcasts at the right time uh, and so stuff like that. So I listen, man, if from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate the positive feedback from you guys. All right. So let's get into it. Samsung. Samsung, right? Samsung, the the. The, you know, everybody loves Samsung. Everybody loves Samsung. Everybody loves Samsung, right? It's reported to possibly release a Z Fold 6 uh, device for 400 bucks. Yeah, it, 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 the rumors out there. I mean, I, saw, I read a couple of articles about that. Yeah, it's a rumor out there that the uh, a Z Fold 6 is going to be released at a $400 price point alongside of their flagship. Now, we know that the Z Fold devices is $1,800, $1,799 for the low storage version. If you want to get the high storage, you're going to pay almost $2,000. Now, how could Samsung get a $1,800 base model Z Fold and get that all the way down to $400? $400. How how could they do that, right? So let's talk about hypotheticals. Let's, let's, Let's put this on the table. And let's talk about hypothetical. Let's say hypothetically, they're going to release a $400 foldable. Everybody would get excited about it, right? Oh, my God, it's a foldable. That means that everybody have an opportunity to rock with a foldable. But damn, Samsung, here's the thing. And I don't I don't mean to put salt on a, on an open wound here. I don't mean to talk about it a lot. Because, look, the, the prices of flip phones and foldables are coming down. I mean, we've seen the Z Flip come down. We've seen more the roller drop devices that's $7.99. Or they, they got them on sale for $4.99 and stuff like that. So it's possible. It's possible that we could get cheaper foldable phones, right? But how could you take an $1,800 foldable phone, which is going to be the Z Fold 6, and get it all the way down to 400 bucks, possibly named the Z Fold FE, maybe. Maybe the Z Fold FE, I don't know. But how could you get it down to that price point? And here's how they do it, right? I mean, you think about it, right? I mean, you're, you're more premium parts, you're better cameras, you're better display, everything else in between is going to be in your high end. That means that if the if the if if they come out with a foldable, uh, $400 foldable, I mean, God damn, it's going to be the cheapest of the cheapest parts. You're going to get a 60 hertz display. You're going to get old technology as far as the screen. Uh, The build quality is going to be low end. 
Uh, the camera's going to suck. Um, the better life is going to suck. I mean, you listen, man, it, if you get this, if you get a Samsung premium Samsung device all the way down to 400 bucks, boy, they're going to cheap out on a lot of stuff from the processor to the cameras, to the build quality, to the display, to the specs. I mean, everything from the specs, six to eight gigs of RAM, possibly a cheaper build quality, uh, a cheaper display cameras going to be cheaper. Cause think about it. It's no way possible that an $1,800 phone uh, compared to a $400 phone is going to be that high of quality, especially from Samsung. Think about it, right? Right, Listen, I understand why Samsung wouldn't do it. They got to get in the game. They have to, listen, $1,800 is is out of 90% of most people's pockets, right? I mean, listen, in order for foldable phones to get mainstream, they have to cost, the, the cost has to come down. Right. But at what cost? Right. Listen, I, I would say, you know, six ninety nine, eight ninety nine. That's the sweet spot for foldables. Right. Eighteen hundred dollars is out of most people range. Most people that say, well, you know, if they can't get it on their carriers, uh, then they won't buy it. I mean, most people don't don't shell out two thousand dollars up front because you think about it. Let's keep it real, baby. When you see eighteen uh, eighteen hundred dollars. Right. Let's keep it real. That's not $1,800 cash and carry. That's $1,800 before tax. That's your subtotal, right? And once you get to your total after tax, I don't know where you live at, what state you live in. I mean, the United States, Southern United States, we got 10% tax down here. When you talk about $1,800, one time by the time you add 10%, $1,800, and then you are at that breaking point of two thousand dollars and listen you're not leaving that store without a case so that means you got to spend 60 to 70 bucks on the case uh and stuff like that so by the time you do the device in the case you are at two thousand dollars that's cash and carry right that's two thousand listen that's two thousand bucks man listen you could talk about how oh my god it ain't two thousand dollars it's 17.99 listen man if you could pay 17.99 without taxes good for you but i i and listen that's a dreamland and i don't live in a dreamland i live in uh, uh, uh you know in the united states well we have sales taxes sales tax is if you spend 17.99 whatever state you in some states have lower sales tax than others you have to pay sales tax so sales tax is what it is right so if you pay you know eight percent sales tax ten percent sales tax a four percent sales tax or whatever you still paying something that's gonna cost you more than 17.99 so and then listen man you're not walking out of the store without a case that's the whole thing so with all that said and done you're still talking about almost two thousand dollars for foldable phones that's on the samsung end right apple haven't hit the game yet i keep telling y'all i'm not rushing apple apple will up the ante and will raise the prices in my opinion when it comes down to foldables but we got the OnePlus device that's coming in at a cheaper price point. That's why you see a lot of people gravitate to that that device because you think about it like this, right? One of the re- one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people gravitate to the OnePlus device price price makes the difference. I'm gonna tell you right now, price makes the difference. Second thing is that since OnePlus been in the game for a while, they are now becoming a trusted brand. So. Trusted brand is one thing, especially in the United States. The third thing is that, you know, again, price, 
But sometimes people don't need all the bells and whistles. Sometimes they don't need the S Pen. They don't need desktop mode. They don't need a lot of different things, right? So in that aspect, you know, the the OnePlus comes in in, in clutch. Uh, and not only that, but the cameras. The cameras on the OnePlus Open seem to be, you know, a little miles ahead of the Samsung. So when you look at it like that, plus the phone factor with the outer display being a usable display, the speed, 16 gigs of RAM, 512 gigs of storage. I mean, Samsung can't compete with that right now with the storage, the RAM, the the, the specs and stuff like that, plus the price point and the usability and stuff like that. Now, listen... When it comes down to uh, the OS, right? When it comes down to that type of deal, it, it's personal preference. Do you like uh, One UI or do you like OnePlus? It, it listen that that weighs differently for different people. Listen, I use One UI. I got uh, a, a OnePlus devices, so I've used their operating system. So it all depends on the user, man. It, it all depends on the user. You can't say One UI is miles ahead of OnePlus. Uh, you can't say that. Different users like different things. So at this point, you it's personal preference, you know, so you can't say one UI is better than one plus OS because it's personal preference, you know. So but a lot of things that you can talk about price. Right. And listen, I'm not talking about prices with trade ins. OK. And, and the reason why is because not everybody have a trade in. So let's get that out the way. I'm talking about retail i'm talking about cash and carry now yes uh samsung have deals right for black friday they damn near try to give away the, the z force five you know what i mean uh and oneplus go have deals so you have one d- deals here and there but what i'm saying is with a 400 foldable also it, it's it's samsung is going to probably go super low in on everything and you probably won't get a good experience i mean you won't get you know i mean you think about it right one of the things about foldable phones supposed to be more of a premium uh aspect more of a a good experience and stuff like that but when you get into the four hundred dollar foldables and stuff like that then you start compromising on too much Right. And I'm going to tell you, it probably can be done at four, five hundred or four hundred or maybe six hundred dollars as far as foldables. But Samsung is here to make money. So how could they make money off a four hundred dollar foldable? That means that the parts going to be super low end. Think about it. Samsung is not going to lose money on none of their product. They're not going to sell no product at cost. It has to be some form of profit involved with this device in order for them to build it and to sell it. Listen, I'm a business owner. I sell nothing at cost. I sell nothing under cost. Every product that I sell in my retail store is a profit for the company. So it doesn't matter if it's cheaper than everybody else. It doesn't matter. It all depends on how could I make money off this product? If I, I try to do the best I can to make my prices fair. But at the end of the day, I still have to make money on each item that I sell. Every item that I sell at my retail store, I make a profit on it. 
no matter what. If you go to Walmart, if you go to Target, if you go to Best Buy, it doesn't matter what retail store you go in. The price that you pay is not uh, a price that's undercutting the company. Uh, the price that you pay is a price that the company will make money on. So I, I, I can tell you that the only way Samsung could make a product at $400 and to make money on it, they have to have either the product uh, parts that's been sitting in their warehouse for years that haven't been used, uh, that's already been paid for. Uh, uh, they going ultra cheap on processors, displays, cameras, uh, you know, build quality. I mean, listen, man, it, it will be on the ultra low end, the ultra cheap end. And I don't know if you're going to get a good experience on it. That, 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 that this thing, but it's a rumor. We don't know. I don't we listen to me. I would take this rumor with a grain of salt. I would say that I'm, I don't know the back end of Samsung. I don't know, but I could tell you that as a business owner, with foldables that Samsung sells at $1,800. It's, it's almost virtually impossible for them to sell a $400 foldable and make money and give you a good experience. That, that doesn't go hand in hand. That means that that device will be ultra cheap. Camera's going to be terrible. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be, I just don't know, but we got to wait and see. I just want to give you guys my thoughts on it. Be real about it. Right. A lot of people say, well, you got to wait and see. That's why I call this program uncut baby, because this is my perspective on what I see about products and services. If Samsung released a $400 device, I probably wouldn't buy it. I don't think that it will be a, a device that will hold up the test of time. I think that Samsung will probably go ultra low end, ultra low end with, with specs, ultra low end on components, ultra low end on display, ultra low end on everything else. Listen, man, I, it'd be great for people that want to get into the foldables, but I just don't know, man. It is, I don't know. We have to wait and see. So that's my thoughts about that. But listen, man, I want to talk about what I talked about last week. Uh, right before the podcast ended and I went into a little rant and after I went into the rant, I have a couple of people ask me some questions. So easy. You talk about, you know, uh, holding on to the device for a very long time, right? When should you upgrade? When is it the time for you to upgrade? Cause I said this last week, I said, whoever came up with the idea that you should upgrade every two years, whoever came up with the idea that if you don't upgrade every two years, then you are missing out on the latest and greatest technology. Whoever, listen, man, whoever came up with the concept that you have to upgrade. Look, I know that the carriers, if you're on a payment plan, you can pay off a device in two years. I mean, look, they've changed that. I mean, they got 18 months and they have 30, 30 month plans now. So it's no longer the two years that, that you was able to pay off your device. Right. But whoever came up with the idea of you have to upgrade every two years, look, man, if this, if you was on a two year program, you paid your phone off in two years, man. So at that point, Whoever came up with the idea of you need to upgrade. And so the people, act, so somebody asked me, I had a couple of people ask me, well, when is it time to upgrade easy? Because every year 
you guys, as far as YouTube content creators, we make product reviews of the new latest and greatest. And it look intriguing, right? You have some YouTubers out there that that tell their viewers it's a must-buy. You must upgrade. This is the best thing since sliced bread. It's a beast of a phone. How many years, how many times have we hear? Year of listen, for years now, we hear we hear the same word. It's going to be a beast of the phone. It's, it, it, it's no phone out there can beat it. It's going to be the best of the best. Oh, my God. Listen, I've heard that with the Galaxy Note 9, Galaxy Note 8, Galaxy S8, and all that stuff. We keep hearing the same wordage, the verbiage, uh, you know, from content creators to express the excitement over devices. But I know they have some content creators that do tell people to upgrade, you know, every year. Every year. And here's my statement towards upgrading. If you got the money, if you got it like that, if you're a tech enthusiast, right? It don't matter what I say. You go get your upgraded. You go upgrade your device. You go buy plenty of devices. You go spend tons of money. You go like, you go buy what you like. It, it has nothing to do with me, right? If you are a person that love to buy technology, if you're a person that got the cash on hand, that have unlimited money, if you're the person that like to spend like it's no tomorrow, if you that person, it don't matter what I say, baby. Go ahead on and buy. Upgrade every year. Most tech enthusiasts upgrade every six months. Every Listen, every time they have a new release, most of your tech enthusiasts will go always buy the new latest and greatest. That's that's how it is. That's that's what they do. And I know a lot of tech enthusiasts always encourage other people to upgrade. Encourage other people to talk about, look at all these features that I got on my phone. Oh, my God. Your phone can't do this and your phone can't do that. Listen, man. When I hear that, I'm thinking to myself, what, what you mean my phone can't do that? I don't understand that. Going from the Galaxy S22 to the Galaxy S23, right? You said to yourself, what is it? What is it? A lot of people, well, it's a huge upgrade. <laughs> it's a huge upgrade from the 22 to the 23. And we're like, yes, you're getting better battery life. You're getting better cameras. You're getting, you know, a faster process. Uh, you're getting faster this and faster that. And I'm saying to myself, man, listen, battery life is all on the user. Cameras is all on the user. I mean, I, I, how many times I have to express this? You could give a professional photographer a budget phone and you give a amateur photographer a high-end flagship and nine times out of ten, that amp, that professional photographer with that budget phone would get a better shot than that amateur with a high-end flagship. So I would say cameras is, is always based on the user. Yes, the phone got AI and all. That's handicapping the user, by the way. All right. All this AI and computational photography and all that stuff. They all, I mean, listen, they're making it easier for the users. Nothing wrong with that, right? Because a lot of people are not photographers. A lot of people are not videographers. They want to point and shoot and they want the phone to do all the work. But at the end of the day, you're not seeing no groundbreaking features coming from uh, the 22 to the 23. That's bullshit. Right? Don't let nobody buck you. Listen, I can rock my 22 Ultra till the wheels fall off, and I wouldn't be no shock and surprise. What am I missing? What am I missing going from the 22 to the 23? That's bullshit, man. You know? Listen, man. I, you know, going from the iPhone 14 to the iPhone 13, everybody coming, oh, my God, you're getting better, better life. You're getting better. That's bullshit, man. 
You know, you know why you're getting better battery life? Because it's a new phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you've been rocking the old phone for a year. So you do have some form of battery degradation, baby. Man, I'm, listen, man, I, I hear this bullshit all the time, right? About going from a, a phone that you've been using for a year to a new phone, right? And oh my God, it's, it's tech enthusiasts. You know, they take it to the next level. Oh my God, it's a, it's way better. It's an upgrade. Oh my God. And, and, and then most regular degulars, they buy it and they feel played. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I get it from people, man. They tell me this all the time. The regular deck coming out, I feel played. I could have kept my own phone. Why the fuck would I spend $1,500 on a, on a phone? It's like you're buying the same shit, you know? So when do you upgrade? That's the question. The up, Listen, the upgrade process is like this. I'm going to keep it like this. I'm going to keep it real with you. Rock your phone till the wheels fall off. Rock your phone till you got to the point where your screen is cracked. Your fucking phone is is so goddamn old, it's falling apart. When they don't make phone calls no more, it don't connect to the network no more. When I mean, that's when it's time to upgrade. That's when it's time to upgrade, right? When your phone have got one foot on a uh, uh, one foot out the door and one foot on a banana peel, that's when you upgrade. You upgrade when your phone is have that that you just the the six hundred a thousand or two thousand dollars that you just spent for that phone. You've got every penny, every dime, every year over year over year, everything out of that phone. That's when you upgrade. It ain't listen upgrade. You it may be four years, maybe fucking five years if that phone. It's rocking and it's rolling and it's doing everything that you did it to do. It ain't it ain't got nothing to do with us tech reviewers keep on reviewing phones and all these updated phones. When you pull out your phone and make phone calls, you go on social media, take fantastic photos, your battery life is good and it's paid off. The fuck you want to upgrade for? <laughs> because us YouTubers tell us, oh my God, oh my God, these are the specs, the specs. You're getting the 8 Gen 6 processor with 1,000 gigs of RAM. I mean, listen, man, you get all, you hear all this shit, man. You're like, oh my God, my phone going to be fast. I got the, I'm going to get ray tracing and, and I'm going to get uh, all this power and I'm do do this to do that. And oh my God, it's going to be light and sunshine and rainbows and shit. And all of a sudden you get the phone and it ain't no rainbows and sunshine and all that stuff like that. And a, a, and a lot of people have bias remorse and a lot of hatred towards some of us because we say stuff like upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Then when, you know, their viewers upgrade using their affiliate links, uh, they find that the, the they older devices was just fine. So the, the answer to that question to everybody that asks me, when is it the right time to upgrade? My answer to that question is rock the device till the wheels fall off. It's no timetable. Your phone your, will let you know when it's time to upgrade. That's when. And listen, if you do preventative maintenance, if you keep your phone in the case with a screen protector and you uh, factor reset your phone, maybe every six months to a year, you reboot your phone at least twice uh, a, a month. Your phone will run great. Not running no uh, APKs that you download from the internet and stuff like that. You keep your phone apps up to date. Even if you stop getting OS updates, you keep your apps up to date and you don't run rhymes and you don't boot and root your phones and stuff like that. And you just do the status quo, rock your device till the wheels fall off. You will have a very good experience on your device until it croaks.
that's my thoughts about that. Not a lot of people are easy. You got all these phones. You got, listen, I am a YouTube content creator. I buy product for to review. You know what I'm saying? And plus, I'm a tech enthusiast. So for me, I, I yes, I make videos for regular deglers right now. I, I, I preach about rocket phones till the wheels fall off. And I, I practice what I preach, by the way, because I am rocking a phone till the wheels fall off. I'm rocking LG V6s, LG Velvets, LG Wings. So I am rocking phones till the wheels fall off. I am rocking budget devices like a Unihertz tank, an unknown phone. Yes, I do rock that phone as a daily driver, right? So when we talk about practicing what you preach, I practice what I preach, baby. I use older devices. I use nine of, uh, you know, popular devices. I use that as daily drivers. Yes, I have an iPhone 15 Pro Max. Yes, I have an iPhone 13 Pro Max. Yes, I got the Galaxy S23 Ultra. Yes, I got Galaxy Z Folds. I don't use them because I practice what I preach. I love my LG phone. I'm team LG, baby. So, I mean, I'm I'm rolling with a device that I preach and I all the time. So I do practice what I preach here on this YouTube channel. But I do have to review other devices because I'm a content creator. That's it. That's it. Now listen, that, that's it. Listen, I review other devices because I'm a YouTube content creator. That's it. Do, do I, after I finish my review period, do I use it as my daily driver? Nine times out of 10, I probably won't, but I do keep it in the rotation. That's what I'm saying. Like I do keep drop SIM calls in a lot of my older devices and I rock with them, baby. I find myself having a better experience on two-year-old and three-year-old phones compared to the new ladies and greatest. Let me say that again for the people in the back that believed I'm bullshit with them. I have a better experience with two to three-year-old devices compared to the ladies and greatest. I believe that the ladies and greatest is fucking with us, right? They don't give us, I mean... They, they, they take away features, right? Features. No headphone jack. No SD card support. I said this last week. I said, if you want SD card support, you are shit out of luck. So I say that to say this, baby, that you, I get a better experience, better camera experience, better feature experience, better experience overall with two to three old devices compared to the latest and greatest. That's just my experience. A lot of people may not agree with me. Maybe people love their 15 Pro Maxes. They love the Galaxy S23 Ultras. They love their devices. and nothing wrong with that. I'm based off of my experience. I have over 230 phones, people. So it's like I can go to a lot of newer phones if I want, but I love my older devices because they work for me and that's the whole thing you don't worry about what the fuck we be talking about here on youtube and all that shit if you like something it ain't got nothing to do with samsung and ain't got nothing to do with apple baby but you enjoy the tech that you like right because at the end of the day youtube content creators make videos for hype a lot of them do. And a lot of them make videos because it's about the views, baby. Come on, man. I mean, clickbait views. I mean, views equals money. Have you noticed? I don't follow that same hype. And it's okay that my YouTube channel grow, grow slow. A lot of people tell me, well, one of the reasons why your YouTube channel grows slow is because you don't follow the hype. If you follow hype, your YouTube channel will be in the millions. I don't follow hype. Fuck all that. I just stay where I'm at. I'm going to keep it real for my people, baby. 
I'm gonna keep it real for my people. All right, let's go. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna keep it real for my people, baby. Let me tell you something. Another episode of Uncut, baby. One of the things that you go get out of the the series of uh podcast baby is i'm not gonna pull no punches i'm not gonna bullshit you man i'm gonna give you the real no matter what this is the only reason this this is uncut this is unfiltered this is i don't have no teleprompters on me right now nothing baby all i'm giving you guys is within my heart my soul and i want y'all guys to hear me and i'm not gonna never forget and i'm not gonna change for nobody it don't matter if my youtube channel grows slow i don't matter i don't have me subscribe subscribers i don't matter if i don't get all the views and all this hyped up shit man at the end of the day i'm here for the people baby being here for the people hinders you 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 know what I'm saying? Being here for the people hurts, man. But at the end of the day, I will never stop. I, I love my people. I love my audience. Even if my audience is small, I love my small audience. It's okay. It's okay if my audience is small. I'm good with it. No fluff, no passes, baby. This is uncut. We're going to see you next week, baby. Same bad place, same bad time. But don't worry about it, baby. We will talk about... Uh, the, the deals. Black Friday. We're going to talk about Black Friday next week, baby. All right, we out of here. Ooh, another episode, baby, of Uncut. Oh, boy, I tell you what. Boy, I be preaching. You love to preach baby? I'm going to preach about tech no matter what, baby. All right, let's go. <laughs>